Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 29. Breaking through the clouds of darkness, black with error, doubt, and fear, lighting up each somber shadow with a radiance soft and clear, filling every heart with gladness that its holy power feels, comes the Christian science gospel. Sin it kills, and grief it heals. Hymn number 29. scriptural will be given by Pilar from New York. Psalm 41. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. The Lord will threaten him upon the bed of languishing. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. All that hate me whisper together against me. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me, and rise me up. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. And amen. 
Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 56. Father, thou joy of loving hearts, thou fount of life, thou light of men. From all the best that earth imparts, we turn unfilled to thee again. Hymn number 56.
welcome to all of you to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a training session in practical, real Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday, and that Sunday school has its own teleconference number so that any child anywhere can attend by telephone. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students do attend by telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us and we'd be very happy to give you the number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 815 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers. We have many websites in many different languages that spread the word of truth throughout the world. And everything on our websites is free to read, study, listen to, and download if you would like to. Freely we have been given, and freely we give. <laughs> on our English website, which, uh, which changes every day, there's a wonderful article by Edward A. Kimball that I would like to recommend, entitled, Declaring What is True, which talks about the importance of keeping the truth in your thoughts so that when things that are not true come to you, you can handle them with the truth. Very powerful, very practical. Declaring What is True by Edward A. Kimball. And we've been busy printing and mailing. The June newsletter was printed and mailed this week to uh, subscribers. So you will be getting it soon if you are a subscriber. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given by Lil from Plainfield. Page 431, Healing. Four years ago, I learned for the first time that there was a way to be healed through Christ. I had always been sick, but found no relief in drugs. Still, I thought that if the Bible was true, God would heal me. So, when my attention was called to Christian science, 
I at once bought science and health with key to the scriptures, studied it, and began to improve in health. I seemed to see God so near and so dear, so different from the God I had been taught to fear. I studied alone night and day until I found I was healed, both physically and mentally. Then came a desire to tell everyone of this wonderful truth. I expected all to feel just as pleased as I did, but to my sorrow, none would believe. Some, it is true, took treatment and were helped, but went on in the old way without a word of thanks. But still, I could not give up. I seemed to know that this was the way, and I had rather live it alone than to follow the crowd the other way. But as time passed, I had, I, I had some good demonstrations of this love that is our life. I am the only scientist in Leroy as yet, but the good seed has been sown, and where the people once scoffed at this, quote, silly new idea, unquote, they were becoming interested, and many have been healed, and some are asking about it. One dear old lady and I study the Bible lessons every Thursday afternoon. She came to call, and as we talked, she told me of her sickness of years standing and was healed during our talk, so that she has never felt a touch of that trouble since. One lady, whom I had never seen, was healed of consumption in six weeks' treatment. She had not left her bed in four months, and had been given up by many physicians. Mrs. Florence Williams, Leroy, Michigan. The lesson sermon for today can be found on page 26 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Christian Science. The golden text is from Jeremiah. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars he calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, 
and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the heart unto our God. Bruce will now read. I will read from the Bible, Psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Second Kings In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, Remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, afore Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again, and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee, on the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord, and I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for mine own sake and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, Take a lump of figs. And they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. Isaiah Strengthen ye the weak hands, and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong. Fear not, 
Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. John There was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child die. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him, and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth, and himself believed, and his whole house. Matthew And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. When the even was come, they brought unto him many which were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. John Therefore, 
When he was gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another Comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Revelation And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud. And a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was, as it were, the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little open book, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again, and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand, and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. I will read from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. The physical healing of Christian science results now, as in Jesus' time, from the operation of divine principle, before which sin and disease lose their reality in human consciousness. 
and disappear as naturally and as necessarily as darkness gives place to light and sin to reformation. Now, as then, these mighty works are not supernatural, but supremely natural. They are the sign of Emmanuel, or God with us, a divine influence ever-present in human consciousness and repeating itself, coming now as was promised aforetime, to preach deliverance to the captives of sense and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. From beginning to end, the scriptures are full of accounts of the triumph of spirit mind over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men called miracles. So did Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha. The decisions by vote of church councils as to what should and should not be considered holy writ the manifest mistakes in the ancient versions, the 30,000 different readings in the Old Testament, and the 300,000 in the New. These facts show how a mortal and material sense stole into the divine record with its own hue darkening to some extent the inspired pages. But mistakes could neither wholly obscure the divine science of the scriptures, seen from Genesis to Revelation, mar the demonstration of Jesus, nor annul the healing by the prophets, who foresaw that the stone which the builders rejected would become the head of the corner. In the year 1866, I discovered the Christ science, or divine laws of life, truth, and love, and named my discovery Christian science. God had been graciously preparing me during many years for the reception of this final revelation of the absolute divine principle of scientific mental healing. For three years after my discovery, I sought the solution of this problem of mind healing, searched the scriptures, and read little else, kept aloof from society, and devoted time and energies to discovering a positive rule. I knew the principle of all harmonious mind action to be God and that cures were produced in primitive Christian healing by wholly uplifting faith. But I must know the science of this healing, and I won my way to absolute conclusions through divine revelation, reason, and demonstration. St. John writes in the 10th chapter of his book of Revelation, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, 
and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth. This angel had in his hand a little book, open for all to read and understand. Did this same book contain the revelation of divine science, the right foot or dominant power of which was upon the sea, upon elementary latent error, the source of all error's visible forms? The angel's left foot was upon the earth. That is, a secondary power was exercised upon visible error and audible sin. The still small voice of scientific thought reaches over continent and ocean to the globe's remotest bound. The inaudible voice of truth is to the human mind as when a lion roareth. It is heard in the desert and in dark places of fear. It arouses the seven thunders of evil and stirs their latent forces to utter the full diapason of secret tones. Then is the power of truth demonstrated, made manifest in the destruction of error. Then will a voice from harmony cry, Go and take the little book. Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Mortals, obey the heavenly evangel. Take divine science. Read this book from beginning to end. Study it. Ponder it. It will be indeed sweet at its first taste when it heals you. But murmur not over truth if you find its digestion bitter. Today, the healing power of truth is widely demonstrated as an imminent eternal science instead of a phenomenal exhibition. Its appearing is the coming anew of the gospel of on earth peace, goodwill toward men. This coming, as was promised by the Master, is for its establishment as a permanent dispensation among men. But the mission of Christian science now, as in the time of its earlier demonstration, is not primarily one of physical healing. Now as then, signs and wonders are wrought in the metaphysical healing of physical disease. But these signs are only to demonstrate its divine origin, to attest the reality of the higher mission of the Christ power to take away the sins of the world. Truth's immortal idea is sweeping down the centuries, gathering beneath its wings the sick and sinning, 
my weary hope tries to realize that happy day when man shall recognize the science of Christ and love his neighbor as himself, when he shall realize God's omnipotence and the healing power of the divine love in what it has done and is doing for mankind. The promises will be fulfilled. The time for the reappearing of the divine healing is throughout all time. And whosoever layeth his earthly all on the altar of divine science drinketh of Christ's cup now and is endued with the spirit and power of Christian healing. In the words of St. John, he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. This comforter I understand to be divine science. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 160. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. It matters not what be thy lot, so love doth guide. For storm or shine, pure peace is thine, whate'er be tied. Hymn number 160.
Let's now sing hymn number 399. Ye timid saints, fresh courage take. The clouds ye so much dread are big with mercy and will break in blessings on your head. Hymn number 399. from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind, and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. 
2 Corinthians. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. <clears throat> be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints salute you. Amen. Thank you.